Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Did you know that the book of Luke places a unique emphasis on Jesus's treatment of women? Before we dive in, I want to take a moment to remind us of a few details, as I know a lot of new readers are jumping in with us today. As always, you can find the Join the Journey Bible Reading Plan, daily devotionals, discussion questions, and information about the guided journal on jointhejourney.com. Every day, Monday through Friday, on this podcast, we're spending around 10 minutes or less diving into a challenging verse, application point, or just a piece of helpful contextual information to help us better understand what we're reading. Sometimes it's just me, and other days I'll be joined by a Watermark member. But all the while, our hope and prayer is that Join the Journey helps Watermark members and all our other readers grow together in spiritual disciplines that deepen our love for God. And today, we're reading Luke 1 together. If you haven't gotten to read the chapter, I'd encourage you to pause the episode and then jump back in. You can even click the Listen button on jointhejourney.com and have the passage read to you if you're on the go. But if you've already read it, I want you to think about some of today's cultural norms. The other week at Staff Prayer, our weekly Watermark staff meeting, we were talking about how iPhones have changed American culture. Whenever you leave somewhere, you make sure that you've got your car keys, your wallet, and your phone. I mean, nowadays, you might not even need your wallet, just your keys and your phone. For a lot of us, our phones are the first thing we look at in the morning and the last thing we look at before bed. Some of us, dare I say it, are even scrolling on our phones in the bathroom. When we get in an elevator... We hardly try to make conversation. Instead, we look at our phones. At a stoplight, we might check our phones. In line waiting at the grocery store, on our phones. Phones are a normal part of our culture. How strange would it be if when someone asked for your number, instead of handing them your phone or getting out your phone to type it in, you pulled out a little notebook, ripped off a corner of a page, wrote your number down with a pencil, and handed it to them. We don't do that. We type it in the phone. That's culturally normal. And the thing you need to know about Luke is that he highlights a lot of things that just were not culturally normal. And specifically, he uniquely highlights women, females, in a way that challenged a lot of cultural norms. Not in a I am woman, hear me roar kind of way, but his gospel isn't encouraging a revolution of females or the types of messages we see in our culture today. Because in Jesus's day, Women were viewed as second-class citizens. They weren't respected or seen as equal counterparts to men. The, the closest thing I can imagine is a pre-19th Amendment USA back when women didn't have the right to vote. It was kind of like that, but honestly, maybe worse. Jesus stepped on the scene and challenged the cultural view of women. His message and ministry declared women to have value, worth, and purpose. I mean, before Jesus was old enough to talk, Before he was even born, God was revealing his heart for women. At the beginning of today's chapter, we can actually make some really interesting observations. After the angel appears to Zechariah, stating that his wife would bear a son, we read in verse 18, Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my word, which will be fulfilled in their time. 
Zechariah, an old man, responded in fear. However, Mary, a young girl, soon responds in faith. You see, at the end of today's chapter, Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Luke's gospel begins with an old man's fear and a young girl's faith. Mary was entrusted with the biggest news ever. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. God chose to use a young girl, the last person anyone in Jesus' day would have chosen. He chose this young girl to introduce the world to its Savior. And as we continue to read through Luke, we'll notice other points of emphasis placed on Christ's interactions with females— interactions that deeply challenged the cultural attitude toward females as second-class citizens. However, I want us to notice something important. Luke wasn't elevating women over men. He was highlighting God's design for people over culture. Men and women are equally made in God's image, equal in value and dignity. They both receive spiritual gifts, as we'll see when we read Acts, and God wants to use both men and women to accomplish His purposes. The culture of the day had just swung really far in the wrong direction. It's interesting, though, because just as Zechariah was afraid, Mary was too. Her heart was troubled when she saw the angel. The angel told her not to be afraid, and Mary also asked how this message from God would come true. She said, How will this be? For I'm a virgin. Both Mary and Zechariah asked the angel how. How will God do this? They were both afraid, and they both asked how. It honestly seems like the playing field was level, but Mary uniquely found favor and trusted God's word. God chose to use a young girl, and at the end of Christ's story, Luke's gospel, it's women who first arrive at Christ's tomb. The second-class citizens, once again, were the first to know the good news. The important observation here isn't that Zechariah went blind and messed up, and Mary found favor. The important observation is that Luke's account of the gospel message uniquely highlights how Jesus challenged culture and restored value and dignity to women. He made them with a purpose. The culture of the day didn't define Christ's interactions with women or his willingness to use them to accomplish his purposes. So I think the question for us now is how might culture be informing our attitudes toward others? Do we believe God wants to use all people, regardless of the culture they grew up in, the level of education they've obtained, the way they dress, or the way they school their kids or raise their kids? It can be easy to gloss over those questions and say, like, yeah, yeah, we're all made in the image of God, and God loves us, and he wants to use us and whatnot. But if we're honest, do we really think about it? Because sometimes the enemy uses cultural ideas, things that are common in our culture, to influence our hearts more than we realize. So I'd encourage us, spend some time prayerfully searching your heart, asking if today's culture might be influencing your attitude toward others. I know I need to do that. Thanks for listening. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. 
Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.